Saturday, December 29th, 2012. My name is Skylar Landon Hayes. I'm 18 years old. I'm a senior in high school. I'm tall. I'm skinny. I'm sleep deprived. I'm a... (laughs) I'm a chain smoker. I love hard liquor. I'm a homosexual. I'm poor. <laughs> and quite recently, I'm all on my own. Oh, speaking, <laughs> of speaking of which, you're all those things still. I'm s- wait, I'm a thickums now. No, you're not. Was, you're a skinny legend. I was just looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, yeah, I'm a skinny legend, but I'm also like. So when I wrote you're this. You're a man, though. I, I'm, like, so I'm 200 pounds. When I wrote that, I was 130 pounds. Wow. Exposed. That's right exposing myself. You're literally a stick, so me now? That's yes. the skinny that's legend. The, what? Okay. Oh yeah, no you. Say I'm skinny. No, Samantha <laughs> has all of her journals from childhood. I besides the journal that I have that starts when I was 18 to now, which is a period of eight yeah. years, my journal before that was also a period of about eight years. See, that Virgo is strong. The Gemini needed to fill and dump and move on. I would only write in my journal if something had happened. Yeah. So, like, and everything was very oh. chron- chronological. Oh. <laughs> I literally wrote anything I could think of. Like, when I was anything. little, um, I, was, I loved Aesop's Fables. Okay. So, at the bottom of every journal, I would write theme. And like oh every of every entry, I would what write. What a fucking Virgo! I know. I would say like, okay, if you want, you would only reread this if you wanted to explore this theme, right? So Virgo, I know. And so the journal that I, I think I actually know where it is. I lived in this really random house in Austin, yeah, in, in a Bee Cave, and it's in the attic. And when I moved there, the only storage space was a trash bag. Like I had, I only brought a suitcase and a trash bag, kind of like when I came here. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I've done that a few times in my life. In the trash bag, I had my journal and a few books. And I okay. left in the attic. And I remembered after I left that home, yeah. that I was like, oh, I left that in the in the attic. Oh, I think you told me this. But how do I call somebody and say, I think I left something in your attic when there's a new Was family. it like hidden? Yes, it was hidden. Do you think it was hidden like, well? Or do you what, think it was, was it like hi- Skylar hidden? It was Skylar hidden as in like it was in insulation. Oh. So unless they've redone their insulation, which is possible. People redo their insulation all the time. Imagine finding gay Skylar's notebook and you don't know who he is. Do you, do you know the house? I know where the house is, but I don't know who lives there. Uh, do you know that I literally do this for like, like a, a living? Yeah, I literally. know where the house is. If I gave you the address, do you think you could find out who yeah. lives there? Yeah, absolutely. Beware, children. I can do that. I would be gutted if I found out if they were like, yeah, oh we, we, we yeah, found like, it, but we threw it out. We don't know who you are, you know, unless I mean, is whatever. that worse than never even trying to get it? No. Anyways, like, oh, I don't want to. Anyways, but like we want to have this podcast episode be about past journals and past diaries. I really think that if Cause you, you and I were both chroniclers, we chronicled our lives. We still do. And now I'm doing mm. it mostly in video form, but like also look at us with the podcast and I still have a journal that I use all the time. Like, mm-hmm. is have, it our Virgo that wants to chronicle and then your Gemini know. that it must be just mercurial energy and the mercurial? need to like info and like information. What and makes me feel important like, enough to write it down is always what I thought. Even when I was little, I was like, I'm so boring. Who's going to want to read this? Mine always felt like a need to, like, dump, literally. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if it was... Part of it was the need to record and to have the time that, like, I could look back on and know. Because looking back, there were, like, I always put, like, what time it was. I always put, 
what day it was very like I I would feel wrong not having details of like explaining where I was when I wrote that there's something that's definitely a theme through the even the first couple of journals I ever had when I was like very very little to where it was like I'm either making sure that there's a date a time or a location in which I'm writing it because I had to set the tone and set the theme and like have to know where it was which is really weird and interesting I don't know why it wasn't like the importance of like who would read this it's like if they read it I want you to know exactly where I was and what I was doing and what time it was and like have everything yeah. But anyways, some people really... don't. Some people don't keep journals, and I want to talk about that for a second. Um, or the people that burn their journals. People that burn their journals because we talked about this, and I personally could not do that no. because because I have a lot of good stuff in here, but I also do have some stuff in here that could I I could let go. You know, there's yeah. no reason to hold on to it. <laughs> We're going to read some of my stuff will just you so you guys know it will get funny. Yeah. Don't you fucking worry. When I think about people that don't keep journals, yeah. I think that a lot of people chronicle stuff in a different way, like you said. Like, they are really chronically on Facebook. Some people write posts all the time. Yeah, yeah. That stuff is also subject to like Allison disappearing. Like, Allison has literally everything on Facebook. Like, my best friend Allison... Here, I'll say best friend. But she... She's dead to me. She's dead to me. Um, she's got, like, everything on there. She's never gotten rid of it. She's never... Like, I've... I don't have old things on my Facebook. Like, I, I got... I deleted rid, my like, Facebook yeah, a few like, times. Yeah. yeah, she's never done that. She's always had everything on there from, like, before... Like, when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool, because she can look back and she's got everything on there, you know? But... Yeah, the, she she chronic she she has journals and stuff too. But like I would say that that is one way that she's keeping memories of herself is through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't like I I can't believe yeah we've talked about burning journals and stuff too. I'm sorry. I just want to get back to I want to find that house. I I want to find that house. I want you to give me the information of that house. I want to literally stalk the people that live there, find a phone number, and call what if them. it's still there in the insulation? Yeah. I would be so triggered to find I w- that. I will like I will pay you a hundred dollars <laughs> to send it to us. Fifty now is a down payment and to get the shipment to us and I will send you fifty more once it's to us. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't do that? And especially the house, it's two hundred dollars. Nice. Yeah. I'm sure well, that Fine, you've convinced me five. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> I'm really excited. What if it's literally just a wad of paper with, like, your scribbles on it? it so, like I said, Virgo, everything... I remember the yeah. black pen I used. Yeah. It was a heavy-duty, like, one-millimeter-thick black pen. <gasps> and every room I've ever lived in, I drew extensive diagrams. Oh, my God. Everything, and, like, even... I even drew a picture of my dresser drawer and labeled what was in each drawer in my journal, just for reference. Uh, that's some shit that I would do. Like that mm-hmm. is, but that is so. I need that. I need yeah. to know what things you want in your drawers. Because if you, if I, in the journal that I have now, I actually did that too. And I think it was in Christian's room. I drew the layout, and it's so funny to look back because um, why would I need that? Oh, one time I got gas at a gas station. And I had an embarrassing story, and I drew a picture of my car pulling up to the gas station. Like people wouldn't know what it looks like yeah. if the car goes <laughs> at a gas station. What possessed eighteen-year-old me it's... to think that somebody wouldn't know? 
what a gas station looked like. I was like, just in case you need reference. This is what the car looked like next to the gas pump. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case decades in the future someone finds this and we're now on like flying vehicles that are powered by like our sneezes or something. Oh, Oh my god. Here's another drawing. Bookcase, couch, TV, desk. What? I don't know where I lived in 2017, but I have a layout of my room. Yeah. Cute. So. Wait, hold on. What was the. Do you remember the first. This is the entry from from the journal, from the picture I drew of my room layout. Okay. Future Skylar. Sorry, I don't have much going on if you reread this. Christian's playing video games. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Wait. Christian and I were pondering where in Africa cashews come from. Is that it? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think cashews come from Africa. (laughs) So, do you remember the first journal you ever had? Like, intensely? The black one that's in the attic. How old were you? I remember the like date. It was guess. 2007 or 2008. So okay. that would have been... You would have been like 14? 14 or 15. Okay. It would be when I first... When I had my first serious one. Yeah. However, I've had dozens of spiral notebook journals. Right, yeah. But those were always one or sporadic. Two pages. One or two pages. Yeah. I would lose it. Yeah. Leave it somewhere. Uh, or I'd give up. Classic. Yeah, or... Okay. And so my mom has a bunch of those in a pile. And uh, there's this one yellow... Can we ask Kimberly for them? My mom told me she still has them in my keep box. Well, can you keep it here? Yeah, I'm going to ask her for it. However, for Christmas. It's like a 300-pound box. Now, I'm not, I'm not, it's not my keep box. It's a keep tub. It's like the size of that. Of, of, it's like four feet for by Christmas. two feet. That's what I you bet want. you she'd do it. Anyways, there's this yellow notebook in there of stories that I wrote. And I once wrote this story called A Knight's Tale. <gasps> I love it. But it was about a knight Very that grew Heath a tail. Oh. <laughs> and I knew it's a literal. I knew tale. it was a play on words. Yeah. And um, it, every time he lied, his tail grew bigger. Okay, Pinocchio. I know. I was like, it's like a play on words and Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember what happened, but his tail fell off, <gasps> and he was really happy. But he experienced so much blood loss that he died. So the moral of the story was that no matter what you did, you can't do it right. <laughs> oh my god. Move. <laughs> right? Move. Some things just didn't change. And that was a big theme for when you were reading your journal. Like, some things were exactly the same. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely laugh about that in a second for sure. So that was your first, like, major journal. And that's a good age, I think, to be keeping a journal, to start your journal. Yeah, because like, anything before that, you can definitely have a journal. Yeah. But when you're 14 or 15 is when, in my opinion, you kind of start to form your adult personality, if that makes sense. Yes and no. From some of these journals we're looking at, Even not your, to say your... I, like, matured sooner, mm. but, like... There's there's journals that there's kind hints, of speak. There's otherwise. hints of your adult personality in your twelve-year-old right. journal. Even in my like six or seven-year-old journal, it, there's 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 things that go that still are the way that I talk and express and are yeah. like you know what I mean. So 
Uh, but I'd say what does the person. Say? Does that say I just haven't grown yeah. up, or is it saying? I'd that, say like, like we if really I had are... to pick the earliest year of me that okay. I still identify with, gotcha. it would be fifteen-year-old Skylar would still recognize me if gotcha. that makes sense. Gotcha. Um, a lot of this, you know, like political opinions, you know, stuff like that. I were to say the earliest version of me that would still recognize me. The womb. <laughs> I would say. Hmm. Seven or eight. Really? Yeah. But there's so much about you that's changed, though. So, like, would you? Yeah, but not really. <laughs> like, re- yeah. I, I, okay. Well, here's the thing. It's a tough question. It, it you know? is because I'm like, there's. It depends on what you're talking about. You know what I mean? But is that um, the one with so the name. This is the first, and you guys can't see it, but there'll be videos coming on my channel and. I'm probably going to be telling a lot of this again, but we're showing this. And actually, if you want to, I just did an Instagram live that I posted on my YouTube channel where I showed a couple of these. But I have bins full of journals. And when I mean bins, I mean bins. And I only pulled two out, two bins out, and they're full, full of journals. The first journal I was ever, ever given, like properly, was from my kindergarten teacher, who I remember this, she stuck, she pulled me out into the wall, or out into the wall, into the she hallway. She pulled me into the wall. <laughs> into the hallway with my mom. My mom was picking me up or dropping me off, I don't know. And she handed me this red journal with a very stock photo image of some juicy strawberries. And um, she gave this to my mom and gave this to me and told me, like, Samantha needs to be writing, okay? I don't know if it was because I was fucking annoying in class and that she couldn't get me to shut up. She was like, please tell her to get some of their thoughts out before she comes to my class Mm -hmm. or what. But she basically made it seem like I was special. She made this seem like this was a special diary. Yeah, like you're special and this is special for you and I really want you to be writing. I want you to practice your writing and I want you to get all your thoughts and feelings out. And I was just literally looking up at my kindergarten teacher like, I'm amazing and you're so sweet. Thank you. And I was like, I'm going to be a writer. One of the reasons I would... Love, love to, to have a, a kid or yeah, be a teacher, teacher is to make them feel special. Right. Like just even if it was four dollars at the dollar store to be like, I found this and I thought of you. Yeah, that you deserve perfect. this. Get whatever you want. What is you know, like just making them like feel like they're they have like they have like a talent or something. And I remember when I wrote in this, I was like, I'm the only one that got a journal. And my kindergarten teacher could have did that to every single one of the kids, but it didn't mm. matter. This was the beginning. I was like, this is what I meant to do, right? Like, mm. I had a very... Even when I was in kindergarten, yeah, I remember vision. that this was special and that this... Now there's stickers on it that I definitely made after kindergarten that says, like, don't open this book, and I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... And then my literal street address from when I was uh, in kindergarten... So I, the first entry of my journal, it's November 16th. What day is it? Oh, November 23rd, Um, 1995, (laughs) November 16th. I was five years old and it says, dear Rosebud, (laughs) I immediately decided to name my journals. Although I think I was coaxed by my mom and my kindergarten teacher to give it a personality. Mm-hmm. But I named her Rosebud. It says, I can smell. Okay. Who can? I, I, am, I am in kindergarten. I helped mom make Christmas cards. 
Samantha, I love you. When you re- when you read it back, ever... do you have an actual memory of that moment no, at all? No. I remember trying to come up with a name. And I think I named... I don't remember why I named her Rose, but I loved roses even when I was a little kid. And I thought maybe because I was young... I, I don't know my logic behind it, but I remember trying to come up with a name for this journal and thinking Rosebud and being like, oh, that's it. I don't even know if I could write in kindergarten. I mean, it's not great. Yeah. It's like one page. Dear Rosebud, I played with Lauren... Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren was my childhood best friend. When I was in Things kindergarten... Things computer. I love school. <laughs> the only thing I really remember from kindergarten is that I wasn't wiping my butt properly. Oh, God. And I was getting skid marks on my underwear. Oh, and, my God. <laughs> and I was embarrassed about it, and I was keeping a secret pile of it in my bathroom <gasps> above the toilet. Skylar, that is so exposing. I cannot <laughs> believe you're doing that. It was, like, on top of the cabinetry... And so one day my mom was up there vacuuming and found like 10 pairs. Oh my God. She confronted me and she was like, you don't have to be embarrassed. Just wipe your butt, weirdo. <gasps> oh my God. I was waiting God. for you to be like, you did the same thing, but you didn't do that too? No. No. Okay, well then I'm horrified. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Okay, so this was the first journal, right? There's a lot of like, I'm in... Um, oh, there's a page in the back that says, I love you. You are the sexiest boy in the whole wild world. <laughs> what, well, why is that written by, oh, who wrote um, that Milk and Honey poem book? Oh, uh. Rupi Kapoor? Yeah, yeah. You are Sammy Kapoor. This <laughs> says, I hate Zach, which is my brother. Really big on one of the pages. Oh, my God. Okay, so... I don't know. This is this is my literal kindergarten, like first grade, right? So <clears throat> I great. That was my first journal. Mm-hmm. Not really like you can read in there, but there's not much that to read for the podcast. Yeah, it's like you're in kindergarten. It's, it's like probably I can barely even semi-nonsensical. read it. It's literally like I still would put dashes in between each words because I was trying to work on my spacing because I would put my words too close together and everything. Um, Big mood. Yeah. So then, um, I don't know. There's there was locks on these journals. How do you feel about your handwriting and how it's evolved? Oh, crazy, because every page is different, but that's literally Gemini. Um, (laughs) But there was a point where I made my eyes like circles and maybe hearts or like I remember trying because I could change my handwriting if Mm -hmm. I really wanted to. And I tried sometimes like if I saw a girl, like if I sat next to a girl in class and I really liked the way that she made her A's, Mm -hmm. um, I would just... I would just change my handwriting to that. Um, And so it's weird because in some of these, like you can see that I was really into this type of A where it was like, there's like a a hat on the A, um, but I wasn't used to it yet. So I was trying to, so I would like, yeah, at times I would go back to my normal A if I wasn't thinking about it. So it's like, you can see how I was literally trying to change my One day in seventh grade, I perfected cursive and then I wrote the same ever since. Oh. Do you not do that? No. <laughs> it's funny because I definitely... Okay. So... By the way, if you're listening to this and you have any of your old journals, 
please send pictures. And please, um, I told you guys my poopy story of my yeah, I don't know why you butt. Real quick. <laughs> so feel free to expose yourself. Yeah. I won't tell anybody except for Samantha and all my friends. Which is also Samantha. <laughs> we read this one the other day. So Skylar and I went through these, which is why it's so funny. This is 2001. So I would have been 11. What month? Does it say? January 19th. <laughs> This is so, like, I'm 11 and I'm bitching about my brother. <laughs> I'm so mad. Well, here's the story. I woke up and went downstairs to find Zach watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> then he says, good morning. So I say, good morning. Then Zach turns on the PlayStation so he can play Final Fantasy. I was okay with that. Even he let me play. The object is to fight and kill this one robot. Then continue the game. But Zach, Mom, and I can't beat him. We still try anyways. So Mom comes down and starts playing with us, then quits. Now suddenly, Zach and I start going at it like heck. Then got sent to our rooms. I'm in my room right now writing in you. I hope the rest of the day goes better. Do you remember what game that would have been? Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy? Yeah. What do you mean? Final Fantasy? Do you know Final Fantasy? Like which, no? which Final Fantasy was it? Do you remember? Mm. Seven? Thirteen? I don't know. I There's don't know. hundreds of them. I think we had two of them. I could be mistaken, though. Um, yeah, but we loved it. We kind of talked about this, too. When you wrote these journals, did you write them for you as the future audience so that you could revisit it? Oh. I yes. think that's what I wrote mine yes, for. I, did. I wrote mine for me I did. to revisit. I think so, too, yeah. And I can tell that I did, obviously, because of that one entry. Yeah. But also because some of the details I gave, I feel like I wouldn't have wanted at the time other people to know. Oh, yeah. So I... But I feel like there was a portion of me that did think that maybe they'll get passed down. Yep. But I was hoping that by the time yes, that happened, I'd be kid. dead. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we're just fucking weirdos. No, I think we were just really aware, and mm -hmm. I don't mean to. I don't mean to say that as like we were above. I just think that we were really aware of like the yeah. the potency of like having words. a journal and yeah. words, you know. Um, yeah. So <laughs> today's Sunday cleaning day. Sad face. <laughs> we cleaned the whole house except for mom and dad's room and the basement. My room is so clean. <laughs> This year, my mom says she will totally redo Zach in mine room. Also, in the bedrooms, we're getting our own bunk beds. Zach gets a bunk bed, and I get a bunk bed in our own rooms. No way. Did you guys ever get the bunk yeah, beds? Yeah, we did. Remember, no I way. told you I got to sit up on the top of my bunk bed and read. Like, my mom let me stay up, like, all night and stay from school and read the Harry Potter book. God, good memory. I might even get mine today. It's cool because I'm only going to use the top bunk and I'm going to use the bottom bunk to put all my beanie babies on and I'll use the bottom as a couch. <laughs> <laughs> There's some more you to that You had a plan one. for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just... Okay, so what? I, the one I wanted to read that we were cracking up on is this diary. It says, my special diary. And it has Tigger and Pooh Bear on the top and there was a lock with a flower on it. And I remember the key. To, by the way, the inside 
has my address on it again and it says if lost and posted there will be a two dollar reward <laughs> <laughs> and i was like wow i don't know what should i put the reward as one dollar i think i can do more two dollars okay that's that's, it. A, that's, that's it. the ticket that's the money um so see even i was just looking at this because the first page it says i got you when it was december 12 2001 but the first entry i put it on was december of uh december 25th 2001 so i knew the importance that i wanted to have of like when did i get this journal and when did the first entry like why did i do that there was some sort of like need in me to have like a sufficient timeline of when and what i had with these journals like why Mm -hmm. did i think that that was important when i was 11 you know um but anyways so you guys remember I just said that I liked to name in my journals. We were cracking up at this. So this journal has Tigger and Pooh on it. Let's just remember. <clears throat> dear journal. I don't like writing dear journal. So I'm giving you a name. Your name will be dot dot dot. I got it. How about Rosebud? No. Well, how about dot 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 sparkles? It was a nice try if I do say so, though. <laughs> I know just what to call you. Magic Mist. That's it. Magic Mist. Perfectamundo. <laughs> well, I still was... name my shit Magic Mist. <laughs> Today was Christmas Day. Yesterday we had a feast. It was great. We were all stuffed like little teddy bears after we, as usually, not to be used to in this sense, but this is my journal, remember? Do. (laughs) It's comfortable when I went to what I figured out was that I had gone to bed, woken up, and it was looking at the clock. It was four o'clock in the morning. I don't know what I was saying. I don't know what was that, guys. Uh, Anyways, so that is... That was the first entry where I named her. <clears throat> let's skip. Let's see. Let's skip to... Um, okay, we still are calling her Magic Mist on December 16, uh, 26th. Uh, let's keep going in the entry. December 27th, Dear Magic Mist. Something about the winter months, I've noticed are much more active in my journals, too. Same. Yeah. Maybe they were because we were inside. Yeah, reflecting. Reflecting. Um, December 29th. Dear Magic Mist, did nothing exciting. D-N-E. That's the only thing I wrote for that day. December 31st through the 1st of January. (laughs) So let me just remind you. I got the journal and named her Magic Mist on the 25th of December. And by January 1st, I wrote, Dear Magic Mist, I have a couple of things to say. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. I'm thinking of changing your name. (laughs) I didn't know what to do and put down for the date of this because I'm writing this on December 31st, but right now it's probably 1 a.m. in the morning on January 1st. Yes, it's New Year. Okay, that's when I was starting to think about changing was a week yeah. later. Gemini. Mood. Gemini. Okay. Oh, I gotta find it. Oh, January 1st. A year later. <laughs> there really was only one or two entries in between that i'd like to say i fell out of the love of journaling for Mm -hmm. a little bit you know you had to give yourself a break just a little bit dear magic mist 
I'm going to change your name to Shooting Star. <laughs> so let me start again. Dear Shooting Star, today was exciting and adventurous. My bro and I got our boots and gloves on. We went outside and we were playing on the slide by the garage and we found a suitcase that used to be my brother's. It had a note on it that read, dot, 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 a lot of ellipses. Do not open until 2012. But we didn't care. We opened it anyways. <laughs> my brother said he started to remember he had made his own time capsule. And the note was supposed to say, do not open until 2004 because he wanted to do it when he was 13. He was a little off, don't you think? <laughs> so we opened it anyways. What was inside? Dot, dot, dot. A pair of funny glasses. A pumpkin sticker. Two Legos. And a bag wrapped in... A bag wrapped in rope knots. We untied the knots and we opened it up. There was old pictures we had drawn and good ones too. We started a new entry. I'm not going to write in you what I put in there. I mean, because if I were to read the entry before the date we put it on there, then it would ruin it. So Duh. leave it up to your mind or pages. <laughs> so cryptic. So fucking cryptic. Okay. What I'm, was in there? <laughs> Two Legos. <laughs> A bag with ropes. <laughs> Whenever my brother and I would do time capsules, this is what would happen. We would pick two really good Pokemon cards. Two really good Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Put them in our time capsule. Bury it. Two days later, be like, man, what was in there? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if we kind of had that back? <laughs> we would go get our time capsules. Okay. <sighs> January fourth, two thousand and three. <laughs> this is a shoddy journal. Dear shooting star, today we damn. Did absolutely nothing. <laughs> you Next keep page. changing it up. Also, I'm changing your name again. <laughs> These names I've been giving you make you sound like an Indian. <laughs> like, dear shooting star. Dear magic mist. I'm literally mocking myself and being completely racist in mm -hmm. my own journal. I'm triggered. It was the early 2000s. We didn't know. <sighs> I'm changing it to Tigger Buddy. <laughs> Duh. I've chosen Tigger Bunny because Tigger's my favorite cartoon character, and also because Pooh and Tigger are on the theme <laughs> of the design of you. Duh. Duh. Pooh and Tigger is also on the Pooh. cover. That's all. Dear Tigger Bunny, <laughs> today is Saturday, and it was a busy day. Since it was a busy day, I'll number the events and tell you about them, okay? <laughs> I literally was jam-packed schedule. What year was this? Even Two. when I was like... You 13? 12. 12 or 13? 13, I guess. Yeah, I was 12. Which is crazy because this... I'm surprised that when you were 13, you weren't like over Tigger and like over winning okay, the Okay, but I did not like Tigger as much when I was that age. I think I was just... I, like I liked it a lot when I was younger, which is crazy, Maybe you right? were going for an aesthetic. So like, look at this journal. If this doesn't scream Gemini, and you guys can't see this, but I have two different completely different journals in my hand. The one that I was reading out of, Dear Tigger Buddy, Magic Mist, Shooting Star, is all written in sparkly purple glitter gel pen. And Which is mine today. It is literally like circle dots and it's like Sammy and all this stuff and like the way I was reading it. And then I have 
this other journal, which is also 2012, where I'm writing in sophisticated adult type, like very mature. Like there was a shift. Like there was, but it was the same fucking year. Yeah. The same year. And like the inside is very witchy. The first front cover said, let this journal be my heart and soul and let it be a secret from everyone. I have decided I would use you to write poems as well as dreams, thoughts, or the day's activities and let it be only the truth. That's, I literally could have put so moated me and spell. it literally would have been, you know what I mean? I, okay. So this journal entry and this one, same year, same shit. <laughs> I was cracking up. Skylar hasn't heard this one. May 6th, 2012. The way the world works is strange and complicated. <laughs> this is literally the same year. Same shit, different day. I have noticed over the past days, I've been thinking a lot about it. Things like, what kind of afterlife is there? Okay, same shit, different day. <laughs> is there an afterlife? Or what's beyond all the other solar systems? What controls it all or keeps it together? We'll never know though, or will we? Did I write that? <laughs> this is literally our podcast. <laughs> You're like, I think my adult started when I was 15. I'm like, what is it anyways? What is it all for? What's the point? What's the point? And then it goes, it seems like softball has taken over my life. <laughs> I'm literally Mood. that late. I, oh, God. Anyways. What is life in these? Mine uh, are always like, sports are ruining my life. Yeah. Everyone keeps calling me gay, but I'm not. <laughs> 18. I'm a homosexual who loves hard liquor. No. <laughs> so, I'm tall. I'm skinny. I'm sleep deprived. Love hard liquor. And I'm a homosexual. And I'm, um, and as of now. Like, was I doing the, I'm on my own. Was, I on, the, like, was I on the next bus? I like, know, was like, this is road gotta like summarize yourself oh my god loves chicken nuggets <laughs> thinks her mom's an alien <laughs> oh my god so much has happened july 15th 2012 monday journal so much has happened but i can't get it all on paper seems like a big blur softball and baseball seem like my life i'm reading a book called it getting sleepy and weak got to go <laughs> I'm so, I mean, my arms would be weak so carrying busy. that book around too. If you guys have ever held It by Stephen King, it's a thousand <laughs> pages. I don't think I knew what I was getting myself into, right? Okay. So then, okay, here's kind of a weird one we might be able to talk about. I use, A rogue piece of paper? Well, so, and it's written with one of those like um, cha color changing pieces of lead pencils which you know what I mean like, which is like so iconic to our childhood so I used to have these what my parents would call panic attacks but I like also it, some of it was panic attacks because I would like we, we've talked about it a little bit like there was a couple different weird episodes that would happen to me when I was younger and then also in my teen lives where there was like psychic predictions but then they would turn into panic attacks like the room would get really slow and I would feel like I was in a fishbowl and I would like feel like I was leaving my body and then time mm -hmm. would go really slow. And then somebody would say something in my head and I would repeat it out loud and I would say, I don't know, this is really weird, deja vu, deja vu, like this is really weird, something's really weird. I feel like this person is going to say this and I would say it out loud and then a person across from me would say that and then I would like 
get freaked out and I would like scream and like run out of my classrooms and I would get like really, really weird about it. Right. Yeah. But I also would have these like weird panic attacks. Episodes. Yeah. Well, like where you start thinking about death, where you start thinking, we talked about this in the, in the, in a podcast where everybody has this phenomenon that happens to them where mm. Like, what did you say? Where it's like, you think about death and like... You get dread. Yeah, I guess dread. Get I dread. I don't know if it was dread. I, I, I remember what you're talking about. We've had so many podcast episodes. I oh, mean, God. I'm starting to... But I think you and I, even if we didn't talk about it in the podcast, we've talked, talked about, about this. Um, so there's this piece of paper and it's written. And I remember I had this episode where they were taking me to these weird specialists and shit to see if like it was epilepsy or like something other, because I would try to explain why I would have these freak out episodes or what it was. And I didn't know how to explain it. And it would happen when I was in crowds. It would happen when somebody was talking about death or when I was thinking about death, when I was tired and I would start zoning out, like it would happen. And so they encouraged me to like write down when it happened as soon as I was better what it felt like and this is one of these papers and I was 13 nope I was 12 and it says the light seems to slowly overtake my surrounding objects it feels like my body is empty of my soul if you would like to call it was leaving it felt like I was losing my memory and I wasn't ready really there I'm beginning to make a hypothesis to my thinking on what happens to me when this happens. Wow. And it seems like my brain starts to realize it's going to stop one day. I don't know where the light thing comes in, but it sure explains why it happens when I am around a lot of people or people who are disabled or mentally challenged and people who are talking about death or anything on the topic. Then for a quick moment, I lose my memory. And like after you have a dream and you're ready to tell someone and you forget. That's how I felt before I was going to tell my dad what I just felt. Like trying to explain yeah. like that weird feeling. But like I forgot that they told me to do that. They're like, okay, we don't know what's happening to you. But obviously you're in distress or obviously something weird's happening. Why don't you, when you're... You when got it out you, early. Yeah, when you, like, have an episode or whatever this is happening, you try to explain it, right? I remember that. That's kind of serious. But let's go back to this. Do you have any other fun memories or weird things of, like... So, um... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> duh. Did we talk on the podcast? This is so horrifying. You having these episodes that were real... Did I ever tell you about the time I was faking an episode for attention? <gasps> no. So, classic Skylar. Wait, what do you mean? Like I wasn't getting enough attention, I guess. So, I was oh. faking being deaf. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yes. Now, really? I'm going to let everyone take that in for a minute. Yeah, okay, but were you a kid? Yes. Okay, how old no, were I you? No, I was like, I was 22 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I was in third grade or second okay. grade. Real yeah, little. I get it. But I was like I don't know, I just needed eyes on me, you know? Aww. So I was <laughs> my teacher would call on me and I would be so obvious that I had heard her, but I was just like looking around like Me? Sorry, couldn't hear you. 
And like I was really playing it up. Right? <laughs> oh my god. So my teacher I'm like imagining little Skylar in class. <laughs> I'd be like, Skylar, I'm talking to you. Knock it off. I'd be like, like sorry, I'm just having a lot of trouble with my ears. Yeah. And so my teacher was like, something right with this kid. Yeah. Like, probably mentally, yeah. not with his ears. Literally. There so is. she recommended to my mom that I get my ears checked. Yeah. And you faked it? Yes. I <gasps> went all the way to the doctor and they gave. They, they well, because you can't, like. Yeah. Yeah. They and then put, you're like, wow, if they do say that there's something wrong with my hearing, then I can come back to class and everyone's going to know that I have a hearing. Yes. Like, <gasps> so this oh, is horrifying. No. So, so when you get your hearing checked, you go into a soundproof room, and they put these headphones on you, and they... Didn't you do this for glasses, too? Not for headphones. Not mm. for hearing. No. And like school? Like, for glasses, because you wanted glasses? Somebody else said that to me. No, I never faked no. fake eyesight. I actually did have bad eyesight. Okay. <laughs> and so, basically, they put these headphones on you, and they're specialized headphones, so it sounds like sound is coming from different parts of the room, and you point to where you're hearing the sound come from. Okay. <sighs> I would arbitrarily pick what I did and didn't hear. And I could see the doctor being like, like he would, you, he would click a button and then you could hear him talk. He'd be like, make sure you're pointing to everything that you hear. <laughs> you fucking liar. Yeah, and then I'd be like, I'd be like <laughs> I am. I just, something wrong. Ugh, like so bad. And so basically I left that day. My, <laughs> Do they we want were, to give you like... No. The doctor was like, listen, there's something wrong with his head, not his ears. <laughs> So, we're in the car on the way home, and my mom was like, well, listen, if you have any more, she was like, air, quotes, any more trouble with your ears, um, oh, no. why don't you just, uh, I don't remember what, I was so little, probably, probably just like, well, why don't you just try a little harder? <laughs> why don't you pay the fuck attention? Yeah, why don't you just stop faking it? <laughs> you would make my life so much easier. <laughs> Oh my god. You never faked what, losing a sense? I don't think so, but I did try and get rid of senses because I felt overwhelmed and... Oh, well, it was an... horrifying. Yeah! It was <laughs> oh, horrible. yours is just sad. I, like, couldn't go in crowds. Like, and it wasn't that I had a phobia of crowds. So Like, I couldn't... Yeah, I would, like, like zone out as soon as I was, I was into it. And I know this sounds super like woo-woo and witchy, but like I don't have any other explanation as to I literally was just didn't know how to shield myself and I like mm-hmm. was overwhelmed by the crowds of energy. I don't know how I... That's the only thing that feels like it was just to the way that I was feeling around big I groups of people. I still feel faint in crowds, but I think it's because when I'm in a crowd, I lock my knees for some reason. Okay. And you know when you lock your knees, you pass no, out? No, you are a knee locker for sure. Yeah, I'm a knee locker. Yeah. <laughs> He's a knee locker. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that would explain my fits. <laughs> There's no blood in my brain. <laughs> so this this is an American girl doll, pages and pockets. This was like a one of those diaries where it's like they give you sections and things that you have to actually fill we out. We all knew the American girl doll girl. Were you, was, were you that girl? Yeah, there was Samantha. Guess what her name was at my school? What? Phoebe. <gasps> Phoebe, the American Cute. doll girl. Because she would carry around journals about American doll. She had a magazine with all the American girl yes, dolls in it. Yes, so did I. She would circle her favorite me. ones. Um, she would talk that about American me. dolls. That was me. You, you need to meet this girl. Okay. Um, I think in here, too, it's, there's like a... 
When I whore a dress to field day. The most embarrassing moment ever was when I whore a dress to field day. Did you wear a dress to I have a picture day? of me and I cried because I had a piano recital the same day and I loved field day because I was one of the most athletic girls in the school and it was like one of the only times I could shine. And I was like, I need to get all the blue ribbons I can. And I wore a dress and I was like, I can't show me coochie in the field day <laughs> and i cried and my mom couldn't get out of work to bring me pants so i had to sit out of some of the activities until she could get there and it was literally the most embarrassing and everybody came like i remember coming to school and people being like why did you wear a dress it's field day and i was like picture of me somewhere that was literally like I'm wearing and I remember the exact dress because I loved it it was purple and it was very like loose and stuff but it was like I had a little bow right at the top of the collar Mm -hmm. line anyways this is funny because this is one of those American Girl doll things I don't know if there's a year in here maybe I'll find one anyways this page is like about my family and then it's like I have blank brothers and blank sisters here's who is in my family uh, so you're supposed to like write in and it says name, relationship to me, age, right? So I put name, Zachary, relationship to me, very good. <laughs> age, age. <laughs> I thought the relationship to me was like how good or bad. the status of our relationship. Pretty and, good. So listen, this is... <laughs> Dad, really good. Mom, really good. Grandma, not so good. <laughs> Grandpa, not so good. <laughs> and a question mark for their age. That's <laughs> just old. <laughs> Relationship to me, very good. <laughs> that sounds like you today. <laughs> Literally. Okay, alright, alright. This was what I was screaming about because it's so funny. What's about all the picture of? It's George. When we first started dating, I would take pictures. We would take pictures when we'd go play disc golf. Oh. Um, oh. I used it as bookmarks. So this is like the about school session, right? <clears throat> about school. The best thing about school is, and then I wrote in, when you raise your hand and the teacher calls on you and you say the right answer. <laughs> okay, Hermione Menzo. Literally, I was like nine when I wrote this. Okay. The worst part about school is when you have a headache and your mom or dad is not home. Oh, oh. That one was sad. That's sad. <laughs> You'll never believe what happened at school today. I got my class on what's in a bag. That's it. Okay. There's another bookmark here. <clears throat> uh, here I am in my favorite clothes. <laughs> you guys can't see oh it, God. but it is. You weird. look like you were wearing a charmed mid nineties midriff. <laughs> I wish I could. Imagine you are Prue Hallowell showing off her belly button. Oh, here's the music that kids like today: "Blue" by Eiffel sixty five. No. <laughs> Candy Girl by Mandy Moore. Okay. All Star by Smash Mouth. You had incredible taste. This is just what kids like today. 
Not just what I like. Okay. I fell for the girl that's on TV by IFO. And then That's the Way It Is by Celine Dion. Uh, Literally, no. I'm the same person. That's the way it is. Oh my God. That's the way it is. <laughs> my all-time favorite TV show was Zoom. Do you know that you show? You tell me about that. Come on and Zoom. Come on and Zoom. Come on Never and watched Zoom. Never watched it. Zoom. Favorite movie? Parent Trap. I, other things that kids talk a lot about today, sports, softball, soccer, athletes, girls like Mia Haha. What? Girls like me? Softball girls like soccer girls like me, maybe? I don't know. Toys, diva stars, books, Harry Potter 4. (laughs) This is why I went to this page. Comics. My all-time favorite book is American Girls. My all-time favorite magazine is American Girls. My all-time favorite comic is American Girls. <laughs> You're like, you remember the girl in class that like the American Girl dolls? That may have been That you. was me. Popular party ideas these days have the game to play spin the bottle. Ooh. That little lip you drew. <laughs> With the hearts on it. Some of today's most popular names are, for girls' names, Spice Girls, Robin, Rosie, Liam, Rhymes. (laughs) What? (laughs) The most popular boys' names today are NSYNC, (laughs) Hansons, Backstreet Boys, and Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) You ain't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Here are my favorite names for kids I might have someday. Girl's name, Jessica. And then I scratched it out and put Michelle. (laughs) 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 And then I did the same for boys, Jack. And then I crossed it out and put Cody. I must have went back later and realized... I, would, I hate those I names. I hate those names. I would never pick those <laughs> never. for my child. Michelle. <laughs> Whatever happened to Michelle? I don't know. Do you just... Are you a Gemini hating it? Well, yeah, come back into your Michelle. life. It's like... It's typical. Anyways. Um, I love the name Michelle because of Michelle Tanner. That is probably, probably why, why it was probably why Michelle... Yeah, Mary-Kate and Ashley also. Mary-Kate and Ashley made that one movie, Toil Toil... Doyle in Trouble. Okay. What's that movie called? Double du- du- double Bubble? <laughs> <laughs> I'm running around in circles here. What are you trying to say? The movie was what? That movie Iconic? was what solidified my love for Mary-Kate and Ashley oh, Olsen because it was about yeah. a witch. It was witchy. Yeah. yeah. And like melting crystals and mirrors and being trapped in mirrors. Yeah. And I was... The Case of the Haunted Mansion. So that was a good one. The ones that I had, I only had the ones that we had on VHS. <laughs> so if we didn't have it, I hadn't. I haven't seen it. Yeah, same. So I only had like. There's well, a whole collection of Mary Kate and Ashley merchandise that I am hell bent on seeing. Yeah, we could do it. Do you want to do a Mary Kate and Ashley? There's a family Olsen video somewhere Mystery in Detroit. Agency will solve any crime by dinner time. <laughs> okay. Still true. <laughs> So, how long do we have? Oh, we've already been 50 minutes. So, we were going to bring up some serious stuff, but I don't feel like it. Me either. Um, We'll talk about that tea next time. We didn't even talk about tea. Uh, Oh, 
That's the tea. That is the tea. You know what? Maybe the tea. I mean, do you want to just mention the YouTube thing? Yeah, maybe just we'll like, go. Like I don't think I can two minute it, but we can bring it up. We'll I talk can two about... minute it. You want me to? Hmm. Yeah. Are but... you gonna be jealous? I don't. Of think... my summary skill. It's not even jealous. It's that I don't know if I can keep my mouth shut. Yeah, you can't. I know. So, so I'm gonna talk. Samantha's gonna try and stop me, but I'm gonna keep talking over her. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> So, guys, there is a government body. Wait, wait. What time is it? Oh, my God. It's time for the tea. <laughs> you already gave up. It's, that literally was so easy. It's on the other side. Let me just go. What time is it, guys? Shit. <laughs> it's time for the tea. It's... Sp- spell that tea. Spell that tea. What tea do you need to spell? It's the... Um, what's the name of the government body? Is it the FCC? FTC. FTC Mm -hmm. that is making the body of legislation known as COPA. 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 COPA, COPA. Vowels. Who needs them? (laughs) COPA pie alpha. (laughs) Basically, it's just kind of like reworking what it means to have content on YouTube. And if that content is aimed at children or at adults. It's already so hard for me not to say something. (laughs) But continue. Basically, it's like... It's affecting what it means to have content that looks enticing to children and whether or not, you know, it's going to affect ad revenue, you know, just uh, basically if a child wants to click on your video, what does that mean for you? Is that it? No, hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to think of a better summary in my mind. Yeah, are you so jealous? Because, well, as I was telling that, I just reminded myself of a, it was in the 1950s when this concept first came about. Because I remember reading this in law school. (laughs) I just now remember. Your law school? In the 1950s, (laughs) there was a case of a man that left his keys on a shiny red tractor. And a kid climbed onto the tractor, turned the ignition on, and got sucked into the engine. What the fuck, Skylar? Or something. This is no, 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 it does. It does. No. So the kid got ripped to shreds. So it set the precedent that if you make something that looks attractive to kids, you're responsible for what happens. Yeah. And basically, they're kind of putting that into the internet world. If you make something for children, you're responsible for... But even explaining it that way... It's just like, Sammy and I were talking about this. It just doesn't make any sense. Am I allowed to talk now? <laughs> Almost. I, I mean, okay, I guess right, the kids already been ground up in the tractor. So not... <laughs> Your summary was so garbage. Wait, guys, I didn't have time to think of the summary. You I had did... plenty of time. No, I didn't. Garbage. You know what? Where this first started was 1950s when a child was sucked into a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the president. <laughs> Alright. I don't want to try and summarize it because it is something that's bigger than it needs like that then summaries can do, okay? But there I really wanted to come home and throw on my camera and like just start going with talking about it. First of all, I want to say, I told y'all, I told y'all, told y'all that Jupiter's coming and it goes into the sign of Capricorn December 2nd. 
and it's meeting Saturn in Capricorn and it's meeting Pluto in Capricorn. We're going to have a whole bunch of other Capricorn party in and outs with other planets like Venus is going to go into Capricorn, obviously, in December. Um, I think the South Node, all, all this shit's going to happen with this little fun placement of, of Capricorn. And I told y'all a month ago in my video that things are going to be blown wide open. That is going to kind of remake you rethink about the structures and the laws and the regulations and the rules and the adulting and the way that you see things and put it up on a big fucking screen and make you really see the big picture of things and this ftc and the kappa restrictions that have been put in place due to youtube's lack of like awareness or lack of like belief that they will be kind of like slapped on the hand for things has resulted in big, big, big things happening on YouTube right now. And I don't know if really anybody is aware of this if you don't make content or maybe you don't randomly see the other creators talking about this because just in the last day or two, I feel like creators, big creators are making content videos saying like, hey, my channel might change or hey, things are changing. Um, so it's, it's tea that when we first were gonna like film this episode, I really wanted to spend most of the episode talking about. And then we realized, ah, we talked in the kitchen for like two hours. More so, I talked at Skylar for two hours and he listened. But this is a big deal, you guys. And if you haven't heard anything about it, I would definitely look into it. Um, <clears throat> it's so hard to summarize. And I don't think that it is a summarizing mm -hmm. It's type a hard thing. concept to summarize because it's not just one thing that's happening. It's right. multiple. Um, I suggest that you look into it. Maybe we can talk more next week and actually go in depth about it. I'm sure more information will be coming out as we get closer. Right. To My main thing that was like gearing me up here was the parallels between the planetary transits and what, how this is exactly what you would think textbook. Like there's so many different ways in which transits can textbook manifest. Textbook three outer planets being in Capricorn. Yeah, and when, you know, when you have something like Pluto and Saturn being in Capricorn, you know, there's a lot of things that happen there and a lot of transformation and secrets and, you know, um, you know, big, big things coming out from the dark and being put into the light. Uh, and the Saturn and Capricorn energy is government and legal legal rules and structures and regulations and being an adult and getting the things done and who's running the system who's putting the things and the foundations in place and when it's next to pluto it's like i can tell us all, like that's that's big shit that's big shit yeah. then go ahead and throw jupiter in there the planet of expansion and growth and opportunity and abundance and freedom and the big picture the big picture being able to like yeah the details matter but what's the big fucking picture and you throw them in the mix with legal and the government and laws and regulations and rules and structures and you think about what's happening behind the scenes of youtube and the laws that are going to be enforced or that are being threatened to be enforced that have already been enforced. I don't know if you guys know this, but YouTube lost a $170 million lawsuit with these topics. 
And now that there's different things being put in place and content on YouTube is dramatically being affected starting December 9th, I think it is, and definitely January 1st. So, um, I don't know how to, I don't, I want to say more, but also like, ah, it's yeah. a big thing. It's a big thing. Um, but as you were saying, we don't know our community could be not affected. It could be, we won't know until the sweep happens, the sweep. And so the FTC and, um, COPPA is coming in and, um, they're going to be sweeping the entirety of youtube and the platform and be marking things um suitable or not suitable for children and so oh my god i really want to talk about it but i can't i can't because i'm gonna go into ramble um so right now it's already been affected if you're a content creator you know this if you've tried to upload a video within the last few weeks you've realized that youtube has made you check whether your content has been made for children or made or not made for children. And so you click yes or no, and you might have gone, well, what does that mean? And so you might have looked up a quick video, and you might realize that it means that if you click no, then your stuff is okay for all monetizing platforms, all advertisers, because, you know, for kids, you can only monetize or have ads for certain things because it's for kids. So if you want to get paid more or you want your content to not be restricted, you put no, it's not made for kids. Hopefully you tell the truth, but I think a lot of people before they realized the weight and the severity of what was happening, even if it was made for kids, they say, well, I want all of the AdSense money I can get. So no, it's not made for kids, but maybe kids might like my content, right? So that's where we were at for the last, I think, few weeks. They are making you say whether your videos that you upload were intended for kids or not intended for kids. Well, now it's coming if you've really looked into it and you know the severity of it. Um, if you have marked your channel or videos as made for children, then you are going to be affected in really crazy ways. Like, your you won't have end slates you won't have your videos might not be monetized at all um you won't have comments your notifications can be turned off your um like a bunch of different stuff will happen right we're not really sure exactly what yet but not great stuff if you make a living or you spend a lot of time that seems valuable on youtube then if you click no you might be good to go however if the FTC comes through and does their sweep and finds any, any of your content suitable for children, made for children, or alluring to children, incentive for them to click, like let's say you have a very shiny thumbnail, and even though you might say fuck a hundred times in the video, if you have flowers or pretty toys or fun cartoons or music or eating cereal this is one of the regulations and like one of their things their stipulations is like cereal is a kid's thing well, like adults couldn't possibly like cereal or if you have something that says like cool and fun in the title that that's alluring to children if you have a puppy in the title or a puppy in the thing that's suitable for children that is like something a child would want to click on then they're going to deem that as a child would be allured into watching your video. If you've clicked not suitable for children or not, not suitable for children, but not 
made for children and the FTC comes through or COPA rules that it was, you could be fined up to $42,550 per video that they find in their sweep. And that is really fucked. The implications that this could like Mm -hmm. make for so many different situations on YouTube is my media thought is always how are they going to even know who you are? Because obviously your name is on there. We talked about this and I, I still cannot stop thinking about it. What if I put my name on there as Joe Jenkins? Mm-hmm. How would they find you? How would they find you? It's the government. But they're dummies. They're really not. But like also it's linked but to do Google. Do you think about it though? It, no. I mean, I'm sure there's some. Because like, what if I like, we're talking about this? I, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm they're going to look at my. Okay, there's loopholes, but obviously, I would say maybe eighty percent of people, if not more, have real names. Have attached. real names. Have have their address. Have their you know, especially the ones. Okay, well, especially the ones that are AdSense, AdSense money. money. You have to have your social security number. You have to because you have to pay taxes. Like, I pay taxes on the money that I get, which is not a lot, but the money that I get, I have to, like, file that on my taxes. I have to have my social security number. I have to have a bank routing number, an account number, so that they can put the money directly into my funds mm-hmm. if if I want the direct deposit. Or you could get mailed a check if then you have a, an address or some sort of location on file to receive the check. So yes, the people that are not actually getting paid on YouTube, you know, this might not affect you all that much, but it's going to affect the platform that you're on. Yeah. Think about, I don't know. See, this is really hard because there's so much I want to talk about with this. Anyways, it's a big deal. Um, What does it mean? It means a lot of different things and we're not really sure how it's going to go about. There's I'm excited a lot for January of, 2nd. There's a <laughs> lot of vague borders and restrictions and things that people are are trying to fight with this um because ultimately there's people who have like careers and lives that are based on youtube as a platform and um this could significantly ruin people like Mm -hmm. channels that are based around toys or like reviewing toys or even arts and crafts if you have a channel out there that's like an arts and crafts channel that is being seen as made for kids even if you say fuck a lot or you have like it doesn't matter like if your title or your thumbnail has a pretty little flower picture on it kids want to click on it and they might flag you especially if you're like well no i didn't make this for kids i made this for adults well $42,530 is what you could possibly be sued for by the FTC. Think about these big channels like Logan Paul, who like clearly has made his shit for kids. Um, But it's not. And he's always been very clear about, I'm not making these for kids. I know kids watch my channel, but I can't help that. You know what I mean? Uh, But he's got this like, that he makes things clickable for kids? Yeah. He knows his audience. Would it be better if he... Well, like, let's say he made the same content, but his thumbnails and his titles are very boring. Would that be better? So that's the problem with this, right? So we talked in the kitchen about... This might be the last thing I'm going to say about it. I really don't want this 
to go on forever. But the problem with this is not that people are going to get sued in my mind, not that YouTube might change. I think that YouTube needs to change. In fact, I think that this is a great thing because it means that there's more awareness there's more of a bird's eye view. There's more of a big picture, Jupiter, mm. on what it is the structures and the regulations and the rules are, Capricorn, restricting what children can see on this public platform. And I, we were watching videos. It's something like more than 80% of parents say that they willingly know and give devices to their children under the age of 13 to just roam on YouTube with. Mm -hmm. That's the parents' consent to let them watch that. But what's not being, what's being punished isn't the parents, it's the content creators. And they already went over YouTube, which is the platform that it's held on. And YouTube went, fuck, we lost our lawsuit. We had to pay $170 million because we fucked up. Now, mm, well, FTC and COPPA is going to come through and do a sweep, we're going to put all of these regulations in place and warn you guys, there's a video on YouTube creators where it literally says, here are the changes, here are the dates, here's the deal. We don't really know what it means to be suitable for kids or not. So you're going to have to figure that out personally for yourself. And if you're unsure, get a lawyer. Yeah. Literally, it says that in the video. So these big channels, like we were talking about, like, Think about if you guys know who Miranda Sings is. All of that audience is children and children, mostly children under 13. And children under 13 are not supposed to be watching YouTube. That's what it says in the, the guidelines of YouTube. Like, we mm. recommend you not watch this. If you are, you need to be going on YouTube Kids. So all of Miranda Sings videos, which are totally fine and suitable for children, it might be annoying, but suitable for children, she could get demonetized she could have her whole channel deleted she could have so many repercussions and that's just one channel that is that one person's livelihood that's their career that's something they've built for 10 years um, but that channel's harmless you know but the bigger issue here with kappa and with ftc coming through and and sweeping and checking and making sure what is and what isn't it's good because it's making content creators actually think about how important it is that they have their livelihoods and their careers and their time and energy put in a platform that is so easily dispensable or that is so like so public that anybody can watch your shit okay mm. like kids are able to just go on and watch like Kellyanne Maddox made a video about the Christian testimonial videos testimony testimony I did testimony. the same thing testimony videos you know um you could have a kid going on to one of those and thinking that if they like anything that has to do with witchy and they could be watching a testimony video I'm getting way off topic but anyways the importance of this is that it's making people think about the big picture. And it's scary whenever you have to get law, whenever you have to get legal things involved, whenever you have to talk about the government stepping in, whenever you have to talk about restructuring and making sure you know the rules and who all of this stuff is. Um, hello, Jupiter and Capricorn now meeting Saturn and Capricorn, Pluto and Capricorn. 
And a bunch of other these planets are going to be fucking around with Capricorn energy in the next year. Hang on tight because this is literally just the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you guys, this is affecting... This is going to be big because it's good. It's making people think about kids and the safety of kids. However, them going about it in this way is actually really scary because it's going to encourage content creators to make content that's not suitable for children. So those in-betweens or to make sure you're not going to get fined or flagged on your channel, you might put a bunch of swear words in your title or you might want to, you know, um, make your thumbnails really sexy or I don't know, like what people are going to do to avoid thinking that this is suitable for children. Guess what? Children are still going to be on YouTube. So all this is doing is actually making kids kind of more unsafe to negative people or negative content and shit if you're not being regulated. If more than 80% is of children are are just able to just go on YouTube and the parents are like, yeah, I know. It's I let fine. them. I don't really know. So that's what's going on. I recommend if you're interested to look more into it because this is just cracking the surface. And I, I don't know how big this is going to be. We don't really know what's going to happen. But it definitely is already taking place. Um, like I said, YouTube already lost a lawsuit for $170 million. That's not like, oh, maybe this will come out in the end. Like, no. Shit, you already have to check a box. And they're going to be doing a sweep once this shit's passed. January 1st is when the FTC and COPPA is going to be on YouTube and looking and dissecting everything. And uncovering Pluto. <laughs> All of this shit. Um, so. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. If you are a content creator, if you at all even have one, even if you don't have enough subscribers to monetize your your content, um, I suggest that you look into this because uh, it's important. And it's literally the rules and regulations that you have agreed or you are a part of without even thinking or knowing that you're a part Unless of. Unless you uploaded your videos a long time ago to the old TOS, and then you've never touched your channel since, I wonder if you're still bound, like if you would still be liable. I don't know. We'll find out when it happens. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I know that that is a lot of information. There's so much more I could go into. There's. It's really hard to summarize this. It really is. But... And I was very passionate about it earlier um, because it's a big fucking deal. It's a big deal. This is the first time the government has come in and said, look, we don't like what you're doing in here, YouTube's people. I recommended to Sammy that we all switch to Pornhub. Pornhub? <laughs> Just start uploading all the content Pornhub. I was like, is there a hub for corn? I love corn. We'll monetize on Pornhub like everyone else. I'm ready. And <laughs> www.pornhub.com slash Skylar Hayes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm going to start uploading all my tarot related videos there. Uh, hey guys, go over to Twitch. Um, I'm going to be streaming uh, over there. <laughs> Twitch or Pornhub. <laughs> Which one? Pick one. I'll be on both at the same time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's, a, it's kind of a downer for the end of this really funny, fun podcast, but that was the tea. I hope there isn't a porn star named Skylar Hayes, and I actually Are you just, kidding me? 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be a nightmare if so no one, someone didn't know what it looked like? If they you went to had, the website. If you had a, a porn, if you were a porn star on every single video, I would comment. Remember that time where you left skid mark underwear on top? <laughs> <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Remember that time you faked being death for attention? <laughs> we all did it. <laughs> worst okay i love you guys bye Bye. guys have a good night have a good whatever day it is we didn't pull tarot cards they'll they'll be fine okay next week (laughs) we didn't talk about the ones from last time either okay next week (laughs) (laughs) bye